This podcast is dedicated to all the parents who just put their children to bed and have now started drinking. So in the first episode, I said I would talk about what the donut hour means, and I, I didn't do that. But what it, what does the donut hour mean? What's well, the donut hour? It doesn't have to be necessarily an hour. It could be a half an hour. It could be 20 minutes. It's just the donut hour. It's similar to happy hour, but with a donut. Just have a donut. It doesn't even have to be a donut. It could be a pastry. Preferably a donut, but it could be anything. It's just have, have some happy calories. Have some happy calories. Now, I know some of you fitness freaks out there be like, mm, no, I'm not on board with that. Uh, happy calories count. And I say to that, I beg to differ. Happy calories don't count. What are happy calories? Happy calories are donuts, cookies, beer, pizza, ice cream, assorted cheeses. Happy calories. Happy calories. And then again, you say, Brad, they all add up. All those calories add up. And I say to you, you know what adds up? Your bullshit. Your bullshit adds up, and I don't need it in my life. Peace out, Cub Scout. I'm done. Deuces. Adios, amigo. Uh, I, I, this is a conversation I have with myself every day. Every day. Happy calories. You should probably go run, Brad. No, you should probably have some happy calories. You should probably go to the gym and lift some weights, Brad. Uh, you should probably eat a donut. You just find the balance in life. You find the balance. And my balance uh, weighs a little bit more on the side of having happy calories. What are you going to do? So I'm sitting here in my garage trying to pull off some sort of Mark Marin mystique. If you don't listen to the WTF podcast, WTF with Mark Marin, you probably should. It's an excellent podcast. It's one of the reasons why I've always wanted to do a podcast. When I was uh, in Los Angeles being lonely for a few years, that was, uh, that was my go-to. That'd keep me company. WTF with Mark Marin fantastic he does his podcast from his garage and i figured for this episode i would do mine from my garage and i can tell you it's not i'm not really feeling anything other than being cold i've got a bunch of boxes in here baby clothes stacked up in boxes a ladder some uh, weight sets that's about it no mystique nothing mysterious about it just a cold ass garage and me rambling into a microphone my neighbor's probably outside wanting to call the police on me thinking I'm going through some sort of mental emotional breakdown which might be true have you guys heard the story it, was, it came out a few weeks ago that a man was eaten by a bear in the Smoky Mountains in Smoky Mountains National Park and apparently the dude died of a meth overdose before the bear got to him but the bear doesn't know the bear just sees some guy laying down in the woods what would you do if you were a bear and you saw some dude just laying out. You're like, meh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this cat. I'm going to eat this dude. So the bear did. The bear ate him. And somehow the wildlife professionals in the Smoky Mountains found this bear. I don't know if he had, like, clothes stuck in his teeth or human blood from his face or snout. I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea how they found this bear. But they found him, and the wildlife officials euthanized him for public safety reasons. I mean... I mean, he's a bear in the woods, and there's a human... I mean, I know they didn't know the guy's exact cause of death at the time. But you're just, you're going to kill a bear for eating a human that was just laying in the... That seems kind of shitty, right? I mean, he's a bear. That's what they do. If a, if a bear stumbles upon you, he's 
probably going to eat you, dead or, or alive. You know how they say play dead and the bear will leave you alone? I guess not. I guess not. That bear ate that meth head. Ate him. Done. I guess when they, uh, they did a... Did they do an autopsy on this bear? How the hell does that work? So the three-year-old, 155-pound bear who was euthanized showed no signs of rabies. Well, that, thank God. Thank God. He killed that bear that showed no signs of rabies that ate this meth head that decided to be on meth in the, in the mountains. I guess that makes sense, but... I mean, why kill the bear? I mean, that's, that's what they do. They eat things. Are you afraid that the bear is going to be all jacked up on meth later on and go on some bear meth rampage and start eating everybody that's walking along the Appalachian Trail? That's a hazard. If you're going to walk in the mountains, and the Great Smoky Mountains, I mean, you might get eaten by a bear. That's just something to consider. I don't think we should be going around acing bears because they ate a meth head. I know they didn't know he was a meth head, but damn. I see here, this article says, officials estimate 1,500 bears are in the park along the Tennessee-North Carolina border, which is pretty much the Appalachian Trail. And though few show aggression, aggressive behavior towards humans, bears that pose a threat to visitor safety are euthanized on rare occasions. Ah, man, that's rough. I don't know if I agree with that. And though few show aggressive behavior. If you get close enough to a bear, it's going to get aggressive. It's probably going to want to eat you. You better run. Is that old joke? You don't have to be the fastest person. You just have to be faster than the person you're with. Man. Ah, man, I don't know if I agree with that. Poor bear. Poor yogi. Imagine you're a bear. You're just walking along the Appalachian Trail. Stumbling along. Man, I'm hungry. I wish one of these idiot hikers would just be passed out on meth. Boom. Payday. Bear gets his meal. Feels great. Here comes some wildlife bandit, wildlife professional. Hey, what's up, man? Bam! Done. Bear dead. Sucks. So I'm letting you guys know right now that this is this story is going to be a little bit gross. Also, by the way, the garage was cold, so I'm back in the house. The, the Mark Maron mystique was not happening for me. So if there's a change in the volume of the level of volume on this podcast. I'm no editing genius, and it was cold in the damn garage. Anyway, back to the gross the gross story. So I tell you that to tell you this. I'm, one day I'm going to have or need a comeback for my son because I know I'm going to ask him to do something for me, and he's going to gripe and moan and groan about it. And you know how in like you get into an argument with someone and you wish that you had a, a comeback? You don't think of that comeback until you're driving in the car later on. I'm like, damn it, I wish I had said that in that moment, and it would have been perfect. Well, I'm trying to come up with these things for my kid. And this is gross. Again, I'm sorry. I'm warning you right now. This is gross. But this occurred to me when I was changing my son's diaper and I was wiping poop off of his balls. Just disgusting. And so one day I'm going to say, hey, bub, can you go out and take out the trash? And he's going to moan and groan under his breath. And that's my opportunity to strike. I'm going to grab him by his arm, turn around and look at him. And I'm going to say, listen, I know you don't want to take out this trash. I know you don't. I know it sucks. But you know what sucked for me? You know what sucked for me? You know what I had to do for you when you were an infant? Son, I had to wipe the shit from your balls. From your balls. You know how disgusting oh, okay. that is? Okay. No, 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 let me oh, finish. Right. No, 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 just listen. Just listen. That's enough. I know it's gross, babe. That's enough. It's so gross. <sighs> I know we have to do it as parents, but... 
Nobody wants to hear about it. I don't know, maybe one person. But someone someone wants to hear about it. But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I had to I had to do that for you. I know so just go weird. take out the trash. Just go take out the trash. I wonder if he'll do it. Well, yeah, he's going to do it. <laughs> he's going to do it. I'm going to say the reason why you don't have shit stained nuts is because of me. Uh, do you think I would just let him have poop on his little ball sack? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Are you going to take the whole responsibility, the reason why he doesn't have... Well, because I'm trying... Yeah, no, it's, no, it's because I'm trying to get him to take out the trash. Yeah. I know you have a role in our son. Yeah, not I got poop, a little role. <laughs> Yeah, just a little. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm I'm trying. I know. I get to it. get a tactic here. It's, it's just it. a tactic. It might be no pun. Pardon the pun. A shitty tactic, but it's a tactic nonetheless. You know what? I can't believe I'm saying it, but I kind of support it. I kind of support this. If he's gonna take out the trash, then do what you gotta do, babe. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do when I need him to mow the lawn. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what card I'm going to pull out, but I'm going to... We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. Can I share another gross story? I mean... Okay. This is, while we're being gross, I'm sorry. I just I'm don't sorry. want people to think that we are gross. But what were you... I mean, this is true. This is I real life. This is, I And it's something it's, that I did. So if it, it could it's be... It's really real life. It's real life. It's something I did, and it was... Well, and, I didn't do And I was a kid. Like and the reason why I say this I is because... perfect. I, I Okay. You were... Okay. He's kidding. Right. All right. Our daughter, every every <laughs> wild moment our daughter has, I blame you for jumping off of the couch like, oh, I'm... Uh, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm worried because our little one... Our son, I'm, I'm worried that he'll be me because I just do idiotic things. Because I remember this is years ago. I was a, I was a kid. I'm in the bathtub, and I'm playing with my toy boats. I'm playing with my G.I. Joes. And for whatever reason, in the moment, I had to poop. And instead of being... <laughs> Instead of getting out of the to- of the tub and using the toilet like a civilized person, I just decided to poop in the tub. Well, not completely disgusting, so I grabbed the turd, and I just put it in the soap dish, and boom. Done with it, and back to playing with my toys. Well, Mom, being the proactive 80s mom she was, <laughs> comes in, and she immediately sees uh, the turd in the soap dish and is just mortified. She's like, Brad, yes, what? the hell is that in the soap dish and i just said it's poop mom and she's like did you put poop in the soap dish and like an idiot i denied it i'm like no i didn't i didn't put i didn't put any poop in the soap dish it wasn't me <laughs> and that was, was about the time my mom probably figured out that oh, man she was gonna have a rough time with me and she did yeah. i'm not very bright I'm, I'm worried about these things i'm worried about like the things that my that that her son will do because of the things that I did. Yeah, I I don't know what it's like to be a boy mom in the, you know, the little kid phase. The mm-hmm. baby phase is awesome. I love, you know, it's awesome. I don't know. I don't know if I'm up for all this poop stuff when he gets a little bit older. Uh, hopefully he's he's smarter than me. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't do that. It's something. Here's another thing I'm afraid of. I don't know why I did this. I don't know why. But when I was younger, I was probably 10, 11 years old, I walked up to my dad and out, no warning, nothing. He's just kind of staring at me like, okay, what? And I punched him in, in, in the dick. Punched him like 
like Mike Tyson punched him in the junk. Did he go down? Yeah. <laughs> like a sack of potatoes, just down. And I stood over and I thought it was funny. I was laughing. And then, you know, like that instant moment when you messed up. You're like, oh, shit. Yes. That was it. Because he looked up at me and I knew I was, I bolted from the living room. Well, yeah. Out the porch, down and to the front yard. And I, I maybe had a foot in the grass. And my dad tackled me like a linebacker. And I got one of the biggest ass beatings that I have ever got. And this is this is a time when you can, you know, really tune up your kid for being an idiot. So, and it's summertime. People are outside. So he's just beating the crap out of you in it the front yard. Spanking me in the front yard. <laughs> and, and the neighbors are just, you know, they're like, yeah, get, get him, Mr. Henshaw. I don't know what he did, but he probably deserved it. And I did. I did. So I remember, like, this, vague memory of going to my room he would send me to my room and he had to cool down obviously because he was fired up yeah he just got punched in the money maker right well not the money maker sorry the well the family jewels the, yeah the family jewels the money punched... maker is the face sorry <laughs> i was thinking that you punched him in the face for a second no no, no. the jewels no, ah, the, yeah, the, yeah. And the bonkers and so but my dad you know for all the times that my dad got upset with me, almost every single time he would he would come to me and then he would explain to me why he was upset with me and he would try to like coach me through it so I wouldn't make this mistake again. But he was dumbfounded; he just wasn't ready for it. So he comes, he goes in my room and he and I'm sitting on my bed and he's like, "Brad, I don't understand why you would punch me there. I don't understand why." Why would you do that? What what were you thinking? Why would you do that? What well, did you did you think it would be funny? And I remember looking at him and I was like, "Yeah." I thought it was hilarious until you started chasing me into the front yard. Man. So I don't know. I mean, if I were to if that were to happen with our son in the future and that and he did that to you, like you know you're kind of saying that you're afraid of that would happen. And I I saw that happen and before my own eyes, I don't know what I would do. You'd probably laugh. Oh, yeah, I would laugh. But I mean, afterwards, to have that serious conversation. All right, buddy, I you, don't know if you should be doing that. Yeah, you Why can't, did you do that? You can't go around punching people in the balls, <laughs> yeah. son. But for real, like, he can't do that. No. No. Well, well, I'm glad he had a life lesson. With your good old daddy-o there. Yeah. I'm glad you probably carried that through your adulthood. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I punch my friends in the balls still if I see the opportunity. Oh, boys. You guys are so weird. Ah, it's just funny. Mm. It's just funny. Uh, all right. I think that's. I think I'm done being gross. I think I'm done being disgusting. Yeah, no more about At least tonight. boy stuff. And I will say something. Oh, can I say something uh, positive that I do? Yeah. No, and this is now, and this is no, as a. No, please don't say anything <laughs> positive. <laughs> like, yeah. This yeah, is, that'd be awesome. Oh, my God. So, my buddy Lucas, mm-hmm. who I hope to one day have on this podcast, he's a, uh, he's a manager. He's at a, a who? Yeah, he's not. But he's a manager at a, uh, like a mental health um, facility for children in, in Fort Wayne. So, he's got a lot of great information. Yeah. Mm hmm. He was our best man. Yeah, he's the best man at my wedding. And so, well, our wedding. Yeah, I was like, um, <laughs> hold up. He, he was the best man for me. 
for my. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. our wedding. I'm yeah, sorry. It's all I'm good. Sorry. It's all right. Anyway, I'll call Lucas or he'll call me and now without we don't even say hello. We just say dad check and we'll just we'll just didn't do a dad check uh, for each other and we'll talk about uh, whatever is uh, is bothering us, whatever we're concerned about, uh, uh, concerns we have for our children, and not just our children, but just you know in life in general, and just and just kind of talk it out, and we'll listen to one another, and uh, I think that's something that my my dad didn't do that, you know, at, at my age, and I'm guessing your dad didn't either. And this no, is kind of a, a no, you know, a, and and I, and, it, and it helps with I mean, Lucas, maybe, but uh, yeah, Lucas is in in the mental health uh, profession, so I mean that's kind of his bread and butter, but it's something that that we do and i and i think it helps out a lot just to have someone to talk to someone just um to bounce ideas off of someone that can talk you off the ledge when you're thinking about going out for a pack of bubble gum and driving to montana <laughs> that's the saying. ledge that's the oh, ledge man i've not done that i've obviously when i go get bubble gum i come back home but yeah that's something Something that we do. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up because it, you know, it is rough a little bit. Just that, you know, we we talk about that grind, and um, it's all good things at the end of the day. Like we're so blessed, like we're so insanely blessed. But sometimes it's just easy to forget that, and yeah. just just with the hard, the hard stuff it's that easy goes to get on. Caught up yeah, with. absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really thankful for Lucas, and I know that it's not something guys talk about openly you know if they talk with each other then it's something that they at least don't talk openly about about it with other people right um well we still bust each other's yeah. balls on, oh on the i phone. know we still oh, we still I'm give each other a hard time quite aware of your crazy man relationship bond weirdness but i'm just really i'm really happy that like you have a, such a good support system, even if it's not a, a, with me. Like you know, it's just important to have that person, whether in the ladies, you know, have that person too. Talk about what's going on, mm-hmm. kind of in and out, talk it out. Keep your mental awareness. You know, and people have talked about that. They're like, oh, you have to take care of yourself before you take care of mm-hmm. your spouse, or take care of your kids, or take care of other people. And I think that's really hard for people to do. Um, I think, I don't know, it's just hard to, to do. It is, it is. You know, this got real heavy. Yeah, I don't real, know. It is, it's it's funny, because without you, <laughs> this podcast would be about poop. Yeah, we It'd be poop and butt. We cannot have a podcast about poop and butt. <laughs> we cannot do that. Oh, man. Yeah, just, oh, my gosh. I don't even, I don't even know how to end on that note. But, you know, I think you don't have to end it on a note, but you don't know what's always going on behind closed doors. Yeah. I mean, we can. This is so much, I think, that, you know, when we talk about the podcast and kind of where the vision you want to go with it, there's so many directions to go about the mental health and mental awareness and uh, that kind of aspect of it. But, you know, from here, like specifically about parenting, and just that vent person and you call it what a dad check just dad check yeah i think that's just a good thing you know we can dive deeper into the mental health and mental you know, 
like awareness stuff later. Oh, I, I will, and I, yeah. I hope to have Lucas on, mm-hmm. and then we'll have a mm-hmm. dad cast, and we'll just talk about, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just yeah, a lot of what we have going on, and 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 I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot of poop butt talk. I know it's all right, it's it's all good, but I just need to, you know, have that come back to Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I want you to do your thing and spread your wings, babe. But I mean, we gotta reel you back in just a little bit. All That's right. what girls do. All right. If I'm gonna have a, a, an audience that takes this podcast seriously, I can't always be talking about poop butt. But I had to I had to share those stories. All right. Because you got them off your chest. I, I got them off my chest. You got them off your chest. I feel good about it. All right. I feel good about this podcast tonight. <laughs> this is great. Thanks, sweetie. Hey, if you're looking for some fun things to do in Indianapolis at the end of March and beginning of April, Helium Comedy Club just opened, and Kyle Kinane will be there from March 28th through March 30th. Indy's own Drew Lynch from America's Got Talent will be at Helium April 4th through April 7th. For more information on tickets, you can go to the Comedy Club's website at indianapolisheliumcomedy.com. Crackers Comedy Club is still alive and kicking, and they have Jason Russell March 28th through March 30th and Dusty Slay April 4th through the 6th. For improv comedy, I suggest this. This is a great place. A go-to comedy sports on Mass Ave in downtown Indianapolis. They have shows on Fridays and Saturdays, I think on Thursdays too. You can get more information on comedy sports if you go to comedy sports with a Z.com for more information. And at the Phoenix Theater, uh, they have opening soon. The Christians will be opening March 29th, and they run through April 14th. Here's a description of the show. Pastor Paul's homegrown megachurch is in for a mega change with his latest sermon. The believer, the skeptic, the spiritualist, and the devout, whether the shifting tides of faith in America and its power to unite and divide. That sounds pretty juicy, right? For tickets, go to phoenixtheater.org. Thanks for listening. Hey, listen, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the views or policies of any agency, organization, or employer. Please don't fire me. Thanks again for listening.